0: From Keswick Village, this is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 6th of June. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. On Friday, the 2nd of June, the parliament started its 28th term and held its traditional oath-taking ceremony. Recall that it was called into question whether the members of the Free Cause Party, or Hulapar, would take the oath as it conflicted with their ideology, Islamist Kurdish nationalism. However, all four of the party's members took the oath without any incident. Only one person had to retake the oath, Osman Gokcek, a member of the ruling Justice and Development Party, and the son of Melih Gokcek, the former mayor of Ankara, who's accused of corruption. He misread the oath and had to read it again in front of the parliament. President Erdogan was also there, but his swearing-in took place on Saturday the 3rd. When Erdogan arrived at the parliament to watch the members' swearing-in ceremony, the parliament got up to applaud and greet him. However, the members of the main opposition Republican People's Party, or CHP, the Good Party, and the People's Democratic Party, or HDP, protested against him by not standing up. Speaking of the opposition, the Good Party, a member of the main opposition, the Nations Alliance, announced that the alliance has broken off now that the election is over. The alliance had six members, the Good Party, the CHP, the Democrat Party, the Felicity Party, the Democracy and Progress Party, and the Future Party. On Saturday the 3rd, President Erdogan revealed the new cabinet members. He renewed all of the ministers except for the Minister of Health and Minister of Culture and Tourism. After taking office, Mehmet Şimşek, the new Minister of Finance, stated that Turkey has no choice but to return to more traditional economic models, as opposed to Erdogan's unorthodox theories. Sinan Oğan, the former presidential candidate who supported Erdogan in the election runoff, said that one of his conditions for supporting him was dropping Erdogan's theory that high inflation was the result of high interest. More on the economy. Following Erdogan's election win, the value of the Turkish lira has dropped to over 21 liras per U.S. dollar. Just a week prior, it was around 19 liras per dollar. Philip Morris, one of the major cigarette companies in the country, announced that starting from Monday the 5th, it would increase the price of a pack of cigarettes by 5 liras, or a little over 20 U.S. cents. Later on Monday, other cigarette companies, JTI and BAT, followed suit with the price increase. Back to the Free Cause Party. It turns out Ali Yuksal, one of the Hudapar's parliament members, had three wives. He officially has one wife. However, he apparently married two other women through a religious ceremony. There was controversy already about having an Islamist in parliament, and now there's backlash because the parliament harbors a person who acted against the constitution which doesn't recognize religious marriages and polygamy. Moving on, on Thursday the 1st, the Supreme Election Board released President Erdogan's wealth in the official Gazette. Erdogan merely has 1.8 million liras, or 84,000 US dollars, and is 5 million liras, or 235,000 dollars, in debt. This called into question the idea that Erdogan was swimming in cash. Let's go back to the new parliament members for a moment. Jean Atalay who was sentenced to 18 years in prison for aiding an attempt to overthrow the government during the Gezi protests, was elected as a parliament member from the Workers' Party of Turkey in the elections. Atalay is currently in prison, but there's no final judgment. By becoming a parliament member, he was supposed to get legislative immunity and get released from jail. However, he still remains in prison and missed the swearing-in ceremony. The constitution states that a person will only be exempt from legislative immunity if they are convicted of crimes that violate the integrity of the state so there's a chance that if there's a final judgment he may not receive immunity let's move on to education the izmir provincial directorate of education and the religious affairs directorate signed a joint protocol in line with this the education directorate has started appointing religious counselors quran instructors and preachers to public schools in order to raise students who quote adopt and protect the national religious moral humanitarian and cultural values with a sound mind, heart, and taste, end quote. So far, the directorate has appointed religious service staff in over 800 schools. The joint protocol was called into question, as it may be a violation of the secular education model Turkey has. The public said appointing staff that don't have pedagogical formation was against the law. They pointed out that schools already have guidance counselors and religious studies teachers that do the same job, and that the directorate was trying to force religion onto children. More on education. The Istanbul governor allocated over 200 schools in the city to the Turkey Youth Foundation, an Islamist foundation known for its close ties with the president for a summer school project. The foundation will use the school's amenities for its workshops, and reportedly, the schools will also encourage its parents to sign the students up for the summer school. On Monday the 5th, Erdogan appointed his former spokesperson, Ibrahim Kalin, as the chief of the National Intelligence Agency. Upon Erdogan announcing this, Umit Ozda, an opposition figure, jokingly said that he wished Erdogan never quit football and Khalil never quit playing folk music, implying that if they followed their passions, they'd be happy and the country would be happier without them. Let's talk about the opposition now. On Thursday the 1st, all of the members of the CHP's Central Executive Board resigned following Khalil Darulu's loss in the presidential elections. It came into question whether Khalil would resign too, but so far he hasn't said anything about that. On Tuesday, the 6th, the president visited Anit Kabir, the resting place of Atatürk, the founder of the Turkish Republic, along with the new cabinet. The visit was unexpected, as Erdogan consistently skips visits to Anit Kabir at every national holiday. Let's talk about what's happening in the earthquake zone. Because of the earthquake, public transportation has been free in the earthquake zone. However, as of this week, public transportation is returning to its normal tariffs. More on the earthquake zone. Earthquake victims have been sharing their excessive household bills on social media. Back in the first weeks of the earthquake, the government postponed the household bills for three months so as not to burden the victims. However, now they started receiving bills, and the amount is in the thousands. They said that there is no way three months of electricity would amount to as much as the bill suggested. The victims said that they'd take it to the court and appeal against it. And that's it for this week. You know, every week we work hard to pick what the most important stuff is in Turkey. What's talked about the most, what's big but flies under the radar. All the main stuff. Are we getting the mix right? Not a specific thing we've missed? What type of information you want more or less of? Let us know at turkey at rorschach.com. Hoşçakalın.